Boom, boom, boom. Let me hear you say, well. Well. Oh, was that at the start? Yeah. One sec. I'm not in the headspace. <laughs> okay, try again. Boom, boom, boom. Let me hear you say, well. Well. I said, boom, boom, boom. Let me hear you say, well. Nice. Meow. That's our new karaoke song if we ever do karaoke again, if it's not banned from the COVID times. Right. And we're just going meow because we're we're liking the videos where the cats meow. Yeah. And I think I want to try and make that video with my cat. Oh, me too. It's a race. It's a race <laughs> okay. now. My Who cat is hurt? afraid. My cat Python is afraid of the rain. He gets extra anxious when it's raining and That's he's afraid weird. of everything and he just meows so much and That's comes in for cuddles more. He gets real needy. It's cute. That's weird to me. Yeah. He's just an anxious boy. But he he's cute and cuddly. Uh, you sent me this article that we didn't talk about on the radio just because it's a big topic and there was a lot to cover around it. Mm-hmm. And there is this sort of movement called the one planet one child dot org. And it's to try and stop overpopulation. Right. Uh, so the idea of this campaign is to try and get people to think about if they do want a kid, just have one instead of many because the world has too many people on it. And that has to do with climate change and we're killing the earth. And stuff, <laughs> right. So, right. Sorry to laugh. Um, there is a, the a campaign right now on bus shelters in Vancouver that says conservation begins with contraception. And it says, think small, one planet, one child dot org. And it's like this big image of two people canoodling. Who are you calling small dude? Um, but seriously, <laughs> that is a bit much. Okay. Do you agree? Like, I agree with the sentiment. Mm-hmm. I am choosing to have zero to one child probably in my life, mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, or keeping my family small for that exact reason is one of many reasons, actually, yeah. that I don't want to have a big old family with a ton of kids out in the field working the plow. So I, I totally get that. One of the biggest things you can do to contribute to greenhouse gases is having children. Like every child you have exponentially increases the output of all that negative stuff that human beings are causing right now. Uh, so I totally, totally get it. I'm yeah. 100% on board. But I think you can't do that. I don't think you can take out bus shelter ads. Yeah. I don't think you can have a whole group dedicated to that. I think you can just, the information just goes out there and then you just, okay, now everyone just make up your own mind. The one thing that I've learned, Jen, you yeah. cannot tell people to do or what to do about it is like tell them how to have their family or how many kids to have it's such a personal choice, and I just would never do that as strongly as I feel about it. I still, you can't do it. Yeah, if someone wants to have five kids, that's what they want, and they're allowed to do that, right? Yeah. And I think with this, I think their method maybe wasn't the best about you know going around it. They want to educate people on on this topic, and they mm. wanted something that caused caused you know some attention, right? So if this bus right. ad gets put up, it's like, oh my gosh, what does this mean? Why, why are they saying this? It's like really bold. Yeah. Um, and in turn with that, I mean, we see this on a lot of topics. If you go too far in like, you know, like trying to, you know, get someone on your side, mm-hmm. then you end up pushing people away. And mm-hmm. I feel like with this in particular, it's kind of pushing people away. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, it's almost... I, I know that they're not trying to dictate anyone's choice, but with this, I think it's like it kind of 
adds this like shame if you do have like I would not want any family to look at that and then feel shame because they have more than one kid right yeah 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 yeah. um but that's what they said that this is why this campaign is needed it's a positive campaign it encourages couples around the world to make their own informed decisions but it also I feel like there is a bit of shame with it I kind of feel like that way too yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't think that's responsible advertising and mm. the messaging, honestly. Yeah, but yeah. I do agree. Like, I don't. I don't want that many kids, and that's my own personal choice. Is mm-hmm. because I. Well, first of all, if I'm gonna be real honest, it's very expensive, mm-hmm. and um, I just don't see my lifestyle fitting with kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, yeah, another added bonus is like yeah, and it's better for the environment, and we kind of have to think about the future. I, I also don't want my kid to live in the future because it's not looking so good. I, I, I have this thought constantly because a lot of the news stories that I'm following these days uh, or just because it's so prevalent in the news is about, you know, the parents having to make the difficult choice right now of sending their kids back to school. Mm-hmm. If you're a parent, listen to this. You have my whole heart because yeah. every single morning I first I sleep in and then I pet my cat who I barely can keep alive. And then I just do whatever I want. And I have like chill all the time. And I and then I listen to these stories and these articles and whatever about how difficult, how hard wrenching it is. Uh, for teachers, for parents, everything going back mm-hmm. to school in the middle of COVID and COVID's being rampant throughout the schools and it's just brutal in all these different places. And uh, never mind, like if your uh, work is cut back, if your income is down, you got to feed these children. And I hear this and I'm just like, thank God that right now I don't have kids. I wouldn't be able to handle it as well no. as so many of these parents are handling it. I don't know how these parents are handling it so well. It just seems like so much stress. And yeah, you have, again, my entire heart. So that's another thing. Don't pile on these people for having children. They have it hard enough right now. Right? And ever. I think that's another main reason that I left out is the reason why I right now I don't see kids in my future is because I don't think I'm mentally prepared for it. And I don't know if like anyone feels like they are like super prepared for it because it is, you know, so unknown what it's like to parent. It's different yeah, for everyone. Right. But for me, I'm like, I don't think my my mental state would be good as a parent. I think I would get wrapped up. Yeah, I think you're probably right about that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, a couple of the more things here to just touch on really briefly. Um, number one, I want to play Super Mario in the Super Mario Brothers movie. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, they're making a cartoon movie about Super Mario. Oh, and, my gosh. Um, so now, do you know, Jen, there's two real voices that Super Mario has had over the years. First, they, they designed the video game Super Mario. They just needed a little man to jump. Yeah. Okay, he would just jump. That's all he would do, would jump, jump, yeah. jump, jump, jump up. Got, you got to get Donkey Kong you and the like princess at the top. Right? No, no, he was just a video game man who jumped, and then they were like, well, his face looks like a blob. Uh, put a mustache on that. That'll distinguish his face. Okay, now he's a mustache man. Who has a mustache? I guess plumbers. Good enough. He's a plumber. Yeah. That was the design process. And then it was like, well, what does that sound like when they were going to make a TV show? Oh, plumber's dog like this. Hey, what's going on, Gabagool, Paisanos? Get good, 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 good. That's what it was, yeah. the Mario voice. That's horrible. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, number one is very stereotypical mm-hmm. and awful. And number two, what child wants to hear that? Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> this is for kids. <laughs> ah, you're scary. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so then they hired this new guy because he thought at the last second on his voice audition, rather than talking like, get, 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 he would talk like, ba-ba-boo. Yeah. Okay, mamma mia. He got the job, and he's been the voice of Mario for the last, like, 20 years. 
I don't think that works for a movie. Do you want to mm. hear two hours of like, no. So whose voice is kind of right in the middle between those two things? Oh my gosh, are you talking about yourself? Yes. Oh, Mario. I want to be Super Mario in the movie. A little young Mario. Right? Oh. I'm not that young, but I'm not that old. You're and, so cool with you know, kids. I have vocal inflection. I can't go up here. You like to yell. And the, yeah, but if I need to like, hey, Bowser, get over here, right? I can do whatever is needed. Okay. I've got the range. Do you think children like your voice? Yes, of course. Why wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> any reasons no, no I think that that would be a dream job for you imagine that that you know, would be it for you that's this, it that's you retire right after that please oh 100% yeah yeah and then I'm out of your hair but then all I thought about this today though is like I'll never get that job I am too problematic I think they would listen to the podcast and they'd be like he says horrible things <laughs> You can't have this as the face of our oh, multi-billion dollar company's movie. I'm not wrong there. Yeah. Let's practice your Mario impersonations right now. What okay. your voice would be. Just what, like this. Just I'm telling you, voice. this is what he would sound like. Okay. Um, but isn't he from Italy? Like, wouldn't he have an Italian accent? I'm from Italy. But you don't have an accent. He's he? Italian American. Okay. Isn't he? I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. You haven't done your character research yet? He's from the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> How could you say this to me? He, just, he likes... Okay, if you had to choose one type of drug that Mario would take, it would be... Mushrooms! Great. Yes. Okay. Uh, um, here's my here's my audition. Okay. Give me those muggers, dude. Yeah, that's right? great. That'll that's, get you... See, this is what I'm talking about. Part. I could never have this part. Oh. They would be like, no, Mushroom... He's not about doing drugs. He's about saving princesses. Okay. He's not about drugs. So say him and Princess are, you know, having some time, uh-huh. and she gives him a little tickle. What sound does he make? He goes like this. Woohoo! <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. Yeah, thank you. Okay, and now uh, they're in a fight, and little Princess, what's it, her name? Little mush, Mushroom Peach? Peach Girl? Peach. She's got, yeah, yeah Peach. Peach. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Peach is like, you haven't been cleaning up around the castle quite enough yet Uh in the mushroom kingdom yes and i am sick and tired of you leaving your dishes everywhere and me having to clean them up what are you gonna say about that mario you don't tell me that (laughs) you don't say that you don't say that to me peach you don't say that to me okay so now you and peach are getting a divorce for obvious reasons and the lawyer is like Uh so why are you getting the divorce what do you say mario i'm I'm gonna say mama mia the Here's the problem that- is that he doesn't really say very much. And actually, the only like real dialogue that I've heard recently from him is there's a phone that you could buy mm-hmm. back in the 2000s. And it was Mario. Hold- Remember when like, novelty landline phones was a big market before cell oh, phones were invented? Yeah, yeah. So it was a Mario phone, and you would, he would hand you the phone, and you would pick it up. And then when he was like, have a nice time making a phone call. Here's the keypad. Who do you want to call? That, okay, because all he says in the video game, he's just yeah. like, ha, who, ha, who. He's jumping, right? Yeah. And then he's like, uh, ah, it's a me. Hey, it's a me, Mario. What's up? And then he goes like this, so long, gay Bowser. That's it. He says gay Bowser? <laughs> yeah, you don't know about that? No. Oh, yeah, Mario 64, he like throws the Bowser and he goes, so long, gay Bowser. Oh. And everyone's like, why is he saying that? Anyways, <laughs> I swear to God, go look it up if you don't believe me. It's a oh. true story. So long, gay Bowser. 
That's all to say. That's all. So, okay, look it. So I'm not going to say those things in my normal voice, and you're going to be like, yeah, put that in a movie. But what's the dialogue? Yeah, I don't know. that's true. Right? Hey, have a good phone call. So long, gay Bowser. <laughs> okay, right? I didn't realize that Bowser was gay. He's not. So nice. It's just what he says. No, I just like, that's really cool. It's just the accent. It's just yeah. everything's, you know what oh, I mean? Okay. Like, you call my grandmother, and she was like, she'd be like. So long, guh. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, that is a whole, yeah. So long. Yeah. Bowser. The, gonna get the pizza out of the oven. Right, that type of thing. Okay. Sounds like you're saying so long, gay Bowser. Here's what I was gonna ask you. Mm-hmm? If you could go back in time to any point in history, where would you go? What? What? Kate? What? Let me think about that. Okay. If I could go back to any time in history. Yeah. I think, like, before, like, um... Yeah, right. Uh, cave cave people time. Why? Because there wasn't a lot going on. Uh-huh. You really just had to figure out how to survive in the most basic way. Yeah. Um, but then again, that would be so scary if every day of your life, just like, oh, I'm living a nightmare. Uh, so maybe not. That. Right. Um, but then, you know... I mean, it's all been shit, I think. I this think, is exactly, I think the Earth, yes, you're humans, right. Humans, uh, we've all been shit maybe before humans, but then you'd be the only human and that would suck. Yeah. And you'd probably be like, yeah, hunted by dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. So um, I would say, no, thank you. I would I would press the button and blast off into the universe and disintegrate. Right. In the I think that's a, good, that's a good idea. I know. Yeah. I, I was posed that question as well, and I thought, yeah, every time before this time was worse. And right now, it's the worst it's been, but also the best it's been. To to be alive during this time is, yeah, I mean, obviously right now we're fighting with a disease, but there's the least amount of disease, poverty, there's the most amount of opportunity, technology is at a wonderful place, science. But like, have we gone, we've gone too far with everything, so there is this kind of looming, like, scariness. Right. Like, doom. I don't know. Well, that's the other thing, too, is like, okay, so let's say if you do have this time machine, do you want to go into the future? And I would say, yeah, if things are going to keep getting better, it would be fun to go into the future and, you know, see what an iPad uh, looks like in mm-mm. 100 years. Or can I go on a spaceship now? Nope. But... You never know when is it is it going to get worse. See, we're talking about the future and we're like making plans for the future right now and that involves like people going to Mars and I want nothing to do with that. I don't no. want to be alive for that. That's yeah. fucked. I don't like it. Okay. We have enough people on Earth. We don't need and we're destroying the Earth. We don't need to now populate another planet and mm-hmm. destroy it mm-hmm. too. Okay? Let's leave it. You don't think things are going to get better in the future, though? Man, you're asking me in a very dark moment in my brain. (laughs) I know. I know. So so then that poses the question, then, are we living in the greatest moment in human history? It'll never get better than this. It has never been as good as this. That's the optimism way to Mm. look at it, is that we are, like, truly blessed to be alive in the time that we are right now. But I am eternally optimistic that... In the future, they'll look back at us and be like, look at those absolute dumb idiot yeah. chimps. I can't believe they ate with their own mouths. How stupid. Right? <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. And they just absorbed the food through their tummy and lasers. That's a good question. I'd like to revisit it in a, in a better headspace. Think on it. Okay. The only way I would travel in the future, this is my final thought, is if I could skim through the future before visiting it, like when you're scrubbing on a YouTube video oh, and you can yeah. see what's coming up. Oh, for sure. That's the only way I could do it. Thanks for listening to this stupid podcast. Yeah. Uh, it's a fun one. Lots of um, skitty, skit thingies. Whatever Good. they're called. So enjoy. Bye. Bye, friends. 
It's spider season in Victoria, and spider experts are saying that we should just let them live and go about their business. And I've really taken this to heart. Remember when you came over yesterday? You saw. Hello. The door's open. Come on in. Hey, buddy. What's Oh, my God. Covered. You're covered in spiders. Here, I'll get a broom. No, no, no. Leave them. They're just going about their business. You, you live like this? Yeah, Paul, it's really not so bad. I mean, they go about their business, and sometimes I get them to do some of my business, too. Come on, my pretties. Go get me a beer. Oh, a blue buck would go down a treat. Thank you. The big news is that there is going to be an election in Hey-o! BC. Snap election! There was, you know, a bunch of speculation over the last few weeks and oh, months. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. okay, this is probably going to happen. And yeah, it's set. There's going to be um, advanced voting too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. from the 16th to the 21st, but the election is on the 24th. And I think the big question is like, what is that going to look like? An election through a pandemic? Are we going to be mailing in our ballots? Are we going to actually have election and actual polls, physical polls that we could go to with just like incredible safety precautions I in know. place? It's going to be wild to see it roll out and it's going to be quick, right? It's within a month. Yeah. October 24th. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I kind of hope because I like going to a polling place. I just kind of hope that we can do that safely. So I'm thinking about, okay, number one, I know old people really love to volunteer to be elections officials. Maybe you guys set this one out. Oh, didn't yeah. think about that. You know, number two, single use pencils. <laughs> number three, oh, yeah. way more plexiglass waiting in lines outside. I think we could do this. I'm actually kind of excited about it for all the different reasons about why we're having an election right now and if uh-huh. it's the right thing to do and blah, blah, blah. I'm, it's kind of neat to be able to participate in an election in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm naive, but I think that's kind of neat and fun. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be like nothing we've experienced before, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Asked why he would call for an early election during a provincial state of emergency. Good question. British Columbians have worked hard to get on the right side of the COVID-19 pandemic, but we are far from out of the woods. We are not at the end of COVID-19. We're at the beginning. This pandemic will be with us for a year or more. And that's why I believe we need to have an election now. We can either delay that decision and create uncertainty and instability over the next 12 months, more speculation, more talk about what might be, or we can do what I believe is always the right thing and ask British Columbians what they think. BC has a fixed election date for October 2021. Horgan says the wait would uh, be time wasted. Mm, it's, well, he really just believes these polls right now, hey? That's what this is about, is just like really solidifying and getting a majority, right? Yeah, it's a strong, I think, and this is just me personally thinking, that's a strong, it's a strong political move. He's uh, been out there in the public with all these updates, all these new shiny toys. Sure. He, he's been able to campaign really for a very long time here, and he's now giving his opponent less, you know, less than a month. Yeah. Yeah, really, so. I don't know if you've noticed this, but I mean, here in Victoria, we don't really get too many of these, but in Saanich, in in the Saanich Peninsula, there's a lot of those lizards, the wall lizards. Really? Have you never seen them? I've never seen that, and I know people who have traveled to parts of the world where, like, there are lizards everywhere. Like, you know how, like, we deal with 
oh, there's a spider crawling up the wall or whatever. There, it's constantly with the lizards. Yeah. So, But no, I didn't realize that was as close as Santa. Yeah, I mean, like our friends over in Brentwood Bay, yeah. uh, they constantly have lizards there, and it's just like a normal thing. They're just constantly just crawling around in your garden. Before you get to why that is, yeah. can anyone who has lizards in their house, do they click? Do these lizards <gasps> click? Because oh, you know lizards do know. that? Oh, they do a little click, click, click. Yeah, text in if your lizards, if your house lizards click at you. Or maybe it's a different type of lizards. Anyway, sorry, go on. Um, well, they found out a reason as to why these lizards, the these particular lizards, are in um, on the island, and they're dating it back. Well, this was the Capital Daily. They decided to do some research, and they're dating it back to this roadside zoo that used to uh, exist around uh, the Sandwich Peninsula, and hmm. it was like, it was a thing that was set up to get some of the tourists to trip like the tourists that were going to butch our gardens okay they created this roadside zoo they had lions apparently what they had all different kinds of animals like cougars and bears and bobcats snakes and then of course a small population of these litters that are originally from northern italy so they're not native to bc what the hell and so when they closed down because were they closed down because the law was like, hey, you can't just start up a zoo. I don't know what why they decided to close down, but um, yeah, they sold them. Um, they sent a lot of them to the Greater Vancouver Zoo, um, and then they just kind of set the lizards free. They didn't sell the lizards. They're like, eh, we'll just let these ones run about. And then a population grew. And now there are 500,000 in the greater Victoria area. Well, better the lizards <laughs> than the lions, I guess. But still, that's not okay, yeah. right? Yeah. So, I mean, they're relatively harmless, except for the bee population. Apparently, they can cause a threat to the future of bees. Nope. That's where you lose no me. good. No, I'm all about the lizards and everything. I like sneaky, shouldn't be here lizards. Yeah. But as soon as you tell me the bees are threatened, no, get no. rid. No, no. Uh, but it's quite it's quite amazing right now. The text line is just blowing up of people saying that they have them in their garden all the time. Do they click? <laughs> Let us know. Thanks to all the zoners for sending us uh, pictures of lizards that they saw. And uh, I just want to say right now that I saw a video today of an alligator trying to eat a turtle. Okay, oh, I saw that too. Did you see that? Yeah. The turtles head is like down the alligator's gullet like throat yeah and the alligator's trying to like snap its jaws on the turtle and the turtle's shell protects it and the turtle is able to get away yeah it's incredible yeah it's a rad video go check it out jamie pull that up it was a big weekend for canadian entertainment there was a streak of nine wins for schitt's creek at the emmys last night it was a shit streak, you might say. <laughs> I don't know if you were looking at Twitter last night, Jen, but like, I was so proud to see it popping off mm-hmm. in support and congratulations for all the Emmy wins for Shit's Creek. Yeah. Nine wins, mass to sweep the comedy category like that is historic, and for it to be done by a Canadian show with so much heart and everything was just like. It was a real proud moment last night, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my favorite moment of the Emmys, I didn't actually watch it. I was just looking at no, the highlights. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is still like a best dressed and like worst dressed kind of category, <laughs> too, of people like in their pajamas at home or right. like in a beautiful gown just sitting on a couch <laughs> at home. Uh, but the best dress, I think, went to actually it was an event producer. 
wasn't someone who was, you know, a celebrity. They were the ones who were delivering the Emmys to people's houses. So, you know, delivered Emmy after Emmy after mm-hmm. Emmy to the Schitt's Creek cast. And they were in a hazmat suit, but it was like a hazmat suit done up as a tuxedo with Emmys on the on the side there. It, looked, it. it was incredible. It looked incredibly warm, and I felt bad that she had to wear that for all those deliveries. Um, but apparently that's going to be like the new 2020 Halloween costume. Costume. That's going to be a popular one. be a great costume. Yeah. Okay, that reminded me of, have you seen this thing going around? There is a COVID helmet now. Oh. It's like, and it looks like a space helmet that you would wear to go to <laughs> space, honestly. Uh, it's an acrylic helmet. It's like the full, over your face and head is like clear dome. This thing has HEPA filters powered by fans. It is designed to wear instead of a mask and... Honestly, I'm kind of into it. It's only $200. Oh, yeah. Which, when you, as soon as you say, like, this thing has a built in HEPA filter, I'm like, oh, yeah, a thousand bucks. $200 for this thing. If you said to me that I could go to a concert as long as we all wear our $200 space COVID HEPA filter mask helmets. I'd be down with that. You know, it kind of reminds me of uh, that squirrel character in SpongeBob. Sandy! Sandy! We if, can all be Sandy! If Sandy can, the squirrel could live underwater, <laughs> then we can wear this mask for COVID. Paul, you're now a biker. You're a big bike boy these days, hey? Yeah, I'm trying to commute on my bike as often as possible. Yeah, I don't know how long it's going to stick around when so it gets wet-ass fall over here, but uh, I'm, I'm trying my best, yeah. Um, I haven't jumped into the biking sort of game yet because I'm just kind of scared of it. I'm mm. not very confident as a mm-hmm. biker, and I've seen some really bad things happen, including, and one that I always think about while I'm driving, is like opening a door and then accidentally hitting a biker in a bike lane. Yeah. And I didn't realize this, but before uh, the... The ticket price that you could get for dooring someone on a bike is mm-hmm. $81, and they decided to quadruple that, which I think was a great call. So what is it now, like almost 400 bucks? I yeah, guess? pretty yeah. much. $400 now. You know, okay, so here's the thing. Yeah, it is scary when you're bicycling and you see <laughs> someone parked and you think, like, I never know when the door is going to fling open or if yeah. they're going to see me. If people do that thing where they do the shoulder check before they get up, but I can say to you that... It's even scarier that I have doored a bicyclist once. You have? Yeah, and I felt so awful. And luckily, it was like it just clipped him, so like he didn't get really hurt or anything, but Mm. he tumbled. Oh, my gosh. You know, he took a tumble. And I'll tell you right now, whether it's that experience, and that's in my brain, and I'm so scared now when I open my door, Mm -hmm. or a $400 ticket, whatever it takes to cut down on these instances, because... Yeah, you can really hurt somebody on a bike if you door them. Yeah, and they're just up, upping the um, education around it right now, just making sure that people, yeah, shoulder check before you open your door yes. if you're on a, a street with a bike lane or without a bike lane, too. Oh, yeah, always, always, mm-hmm. always. you got to know, and especially in a town that loves biking as much mm-hmm. as Victoria does, please always do that. Have you heard about the thing called the Dutch Reach? Yeah, that's where when you take your – what is it when you take your – your seatbelt off, you reach over and touch your toes or something. It's it's so that you look (laughs) around and do a shoulder check, right? You just, instead of opening your door with, like if you're in, in a, uh, if you're driving, don't open your door with your left hand, open it with your right hand. Ah. Makes you swivel. And it's one of those things that they teach in like just driver education in Holland. And so it just becomes a habit that you do. You just automatically do it. So you don't have to be like, Oh, I'm in, I'm, I gotta grab my coffee, I gotta grab whatever, and you're not thinking, because that's when you just kind of shove it over with your elbow, and it just pivots your body, 
and you only need that little like you know seconds glance simple education thing to do yeah and then it just becomes muscle memory and boom she'll be doing it without even thinking yeah without even thinking and you're right too about like having your hands full i remember when i adored a guy i had a big bag of popcorn with me oh my god <laughs> the popcorn went everywhere oh, and it no. just added to the trauma of it very much like when batman's parents were killed as of this morning, it is now officially autumn. And the forecast for Vancouver Island is calling for a warmer and wetter fall than normal this year. I guess around here, WAP stands for wet-ass peninsula. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but, but seriously. I said pumpkin spice freak, seven days a week. Wet-ass pumpkin make that carving game weak. Yeah, 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 you dealing with some wet ass island. Bloodstones are a must on this wet ass island. It's windy by the water on this wet ass island. Send noodles, that's what I always say. <laughs> And it's the first day of fall, and you and I are in the mar mood and market for a pumpkin spice latte today. I'm in the market for a, a pumpkin spice, yeah. I want to drink some pumpkin spice today to yeah. celebrate the arrival of the autumnal season. And a very, well, I don't know, you tell me where you came down on this, Jen, okay. because the most beloved food of Canada, Kraft Dinner, <laughs> has come out today and said that, yes, we're making pumpkin spice Kraft Dinner. We're hopping on this train. To fall town. Now, you and most people online hate it. Oh, of course. <laughs> I mean, that is the entire marketing scheme, right? It's I like, oh, so. people will hate this so much that they'll want to try it just because it's funny and they want and they want to hate it more. Um, and that's exactly what they're doing. Now, this isn't something that's going to be released to the stores that everyone can have. They're making no. it an exclusive thing. I've already signed up because <laughs> I want to try it. Again, I don't think this is going to be my new favorite food. This is novelty. And usually I hate novelty. Yeah. I hate novelty cookies and foodstuffs. But for some reason, this is just, I just, I, I can't even imagine. Can you imagine in your mouth? Okay, put your entire imagination into your mouth right now, into your taste buds. Oh, wow. Okay, remember what it was like the last time you had a pumpkin spice latte? Okay. And now, craft dinner. And then just throw some cheese on it. And uh, make it, it a coffee together. experience. What the hell does this taste like? I don't know, but I don't think I need that. I don't need that in my life. Um, they said that there's a pumpkin spice boost pack, a fork, and a white coffee-style cup with your name written incorrectly for the full experience. Is that something you want to experience? Well, like again, I've already signed up, so absolutely, I want this. <laughs> or, you know, you can just sit there and be mad at it. But either way, with this, I think what's what it really tastes like is some marketing person <laughs> having a lazy day, and this idea got way out of hand. <laughs> You know the uh, joke website, uh, the Beaverton. Mm -hmm. It's uh, this. It's not. It's, it can't be based here in BC, so it always feels nice when they're making fun of us. You know, oh, across yeah. all the country, it's like all Canadian <laughs> jokes. And their joke today, I thought was quite good, is uh, BC NDP celebrate low COVID numbers by gathering large amounts of people indoors to vote. Ah, uh, 
Yeah, weird timing on that, hey? <laughs> yeah. yeah, to be gathering a bunch of people. I know it can be really uncomfortable, but there are ways that you can vote that you don't actually have to go in person if you mm-hmm. are uncomfortable with that, if you're not trusting, you know, the physical distancing and, like, capacity limits that they've put in place. Yeah. Like, you know, you can do it from home. There will be an actual physical place that you can vote. Right. Um, and, of course, like I mentioned, there's going to be physical distancing, capacity limits, uh, personal protective gear from the people who are working there, yep. uh, hand sanitizer, pretty much everything that you're used to when you go into a grocery store, right? But mail-in voting, they're saying, will also play a major role in this election here in B.C. Yeah. Art was saying in the news, 20,000 voters requested mail-in ballots within 24 hours of the election being called. Wow. Those are massive numbers compared to what it usually is. Yeah. I mean, that's good that people want to vote, and that's what we want to get people to do. So if mailing it in is easier for you, you can mm-hmm. go to elections.bc.ca, uh, and they have uh, great ways that you can vote by mail. You do have to, like, register for a package. So if you want it in by the day, which is the 24th of October, you want to get on it as soon as you can. Mm -hmm. And that way you make sure that your vote is eligible and it's in there in the right time. Totally. And, you know, I think it's like anything in this weird, stupid pandemic time that we're living through right now is Mm. you just have to kind of calmly look at the options and Mm. what it's going to mean for you and your family and your particular situation and then make the best choice for you. Like, so for instance, I likely will not mail-in vote. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm not at risk. I'm going to save the mail-in ballots for, you know, like older people or people with immunocompromised or that they live in a trickier situation. Let's, I will anyways. Mm-hmm. I'll save that for them. I feel comfortable strapping on a mask and using a little golf pencil one time <laughs> to vote in person. So I'll probably do that. But again, it's just great to Keep on top of stuff and and make those choices for yourself. Again, voting day is October 24th, but there's going to be an advanced voting as well, so you can keep your eyes on that. They officially announced they are putting out a Super Mario Brothers movie in 2022. It looks like it's probably going to be a uh, cartoon, cartoon, I think. Okay, that's good. Because if it was like a live action sort of thing, I'd feel weird about it. Did you ever see the live-action Super Mario movie? There was that? Yeah. Actually, do you know what? I think it would be up your alley because it's horrible. (laughs) What is that supposed to be? Yeah, I just feel like you would get down. Because you don't like movies, (laughs) but you do watch stuff that's horrible. Like, What are your two favorite movies? I don't have two favorite movies. Human Centipede and... That's a funny movie. That's funny, good. Movie. That's a good movie. But your two favorite movies, I would think, are The Room <laughs> and The Human Centipede, which are tar- horrible movies. So you should watch the old Super Mario Brothers. You'd probably love it because it's it so terrible. I have similar vibes to The Human Centipede. <laughs> you know what? If I'm really honest... Yeah, at some points, wow. the Goombas are nightmare fuel. <laughs> Any And like, oh, Bowser at the end, terrifying. Anywho, they're going to make a cartoon one that's way more family-friendly than Super <laughs> Mario Brothers. And uh, tonight on the Geek Out podcast, I'm sure we're going to talk like for 40 minutes about it. Oh. So please uh, find that podcast through the zone.fm. Mm-hmm. Lego is releasing a Baby Yoda Lego set where you can make a life-size Baby Yoda out of Lego. And when you step on it, you make this noise. It is our understanding that that noise is a popular internet meme. (laughs) Thank you for being with us on this joke. We're having a rough day today, and we hope the show gets better from here. (laughs) It's so honest. I guess I didn't realize this, but there has been this speculation for years now that Dolly Parton, star of stage and screen and country music icon, right? Cultural icon, Mm -hmm. beloved by everyone. Dolly Parton 
she's always wearing long sleeve shirts everywhere she goes. And so people are like, kid, Dolly is covered in tats. <laughs> Right? She's got two sleeves. Yeah, that's what's up. Oh, that would be so great. What a reveal, hey? Well, she revealed in an re- interview just now that she does indeed have tattoos. Yeah, but they're not the ones we all were kind of hoping for, like full sleeve tattoos, full body tattoos. Um, she just has uh, a few. She says. She says, well, this is her word. She says, no, they're pretty artful and tasteful. I'm not a tattoo girl. And that kind of hit hard. Ow. Because you're a tattoo girl now? I guess so. You, okay, tell the story. You just got a new tattoo and it's gorgeous. It's so nice. One of the coolest tattoos ever, but mom's not into My it. My mom isn't into tattoos. She is the most chill person ever, but yeah. when it comes to tattoos, the first thing she said when I got my first one was... How is that going to look on your wedding day? And then I had to tell her, Mom, oh I'm not getting married. Nice <laughs> and then that was another double whammy. And, oh, yeah, so we, there's just a few things we don't agree on, and uh, tattoos are one of them. I'm sorry about that. I, that's how parents always are. It's yeah. something about, like, raising you up from a baby when you came out brand new, I think, and them, like, rubbing baby oil on your butt and everything and knowing you as, like, intimately as anyone can know anyone. And then it's just like, now I drew thing. on myself. Yeah. And then, I don't know, for some reason that breaks parents' hearts. I don't get it either. But whatever, that's this generation. Mm-hmm. But now I'm obsessed. I want to know what Dolly's tattoos are. What did you guess? So she says that she has ribbons and bows and butterflies and little things like a beehive with a tiny little bee on top of it just like adorable tiny little trinket oh dolly i know it's up to you and everything and i don't want to push but i want to see see them i want to see skulls i want to see flames (laughs) daggers (laughs) come on dolly (laughs) police in vietnam are investigating a condom recycling factory and i was kind of like oh do they like is it old condoms yeah, that they like, break down and reuse the latex? Maybe the or? Uh, expired ones that they're able to, like, salvage the material in order to make new ones? No. 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 It is way worse oh, no. and way grosser. These are used condoms Ugh. that they are boiling and then reshaping and then, I guess, re-rolling up and packaging into new plastic packages like they're new. So this is an investigation that's happening with Vietnamese police right now, and they actually found the owner of this factory, a mm-hmm. 34-year-old woman, who confessed that she bought these used condoms from a man in the province. Um, they're still investigating this operation, but man, just the thought of that is so terrifying, considering you're using a condom to hopefully, you know, make make sure that you're healthy and safe, yeah. and that could cause an extreme health risk to users. Yeah, so here's it's wild too. It's like they found over 320,000 of these things at the factory. Who knows how many got out into market? Okay, and where they got out? This market. exactly mm-hmm. that's what's really scary. It's like, uh, I mean, it's scary everywhere, but now you've personally here in Canada, I'm like, did these come to North America? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's why I'm seeing it as world news. I'm seeing it a little bit in the Canadian news, but it's like, where? Because this might seem like a joke or ew, gross or whatever, but a health official that's quoted locally said that recycled condoms poses an extreme health risk mm-hmm. to users. Yeah. You can't just boil away whatever is on a used condom. Yeah. Okay. It can't be guaranteed. So 
let's keep an eye on this. Yeah, I mean, it is still under investigation right now, so I'm sure news will be kind of flooding throughout the week. But yeah, wow, what a story. It doesn't even seem real because it's that gross. Yeah. Uh, do you know who Gilligan's Island is? Who? Gilligan's Island. Do you know that show at all? I know of the show. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Did you ever watch it? What? What'd you say? You say, do you know who Gilligan's Island is? Oh, sorry. <laughs> who is that? But do you know who Gilligan's Island is? Yeah, yeah I know who he is. <laughs> um, I just had a thought. Maybe we should be Gilligan and the Skipper for Halloween because I'm okay. big and giant and you're kind of little and I could just hit you with my hat. And you're my little buddy. I don't want to do that. It's just okay, an idea no, that I had while I was in the bathroom, okay? Are you Googling it? Yeah, I want to see what this is. Okay, I think it would be a great costume for us. Okay. <sighs> Wait, did I have to wear a bikini? What are you talking about? <laughs> Who are you talking about? You would be about? Gilligan. Who are you <laughs> looking at? <laughs> what did you find? Some lady in Google? a bikini came up on my Google, and now there's just ladies in bikinis. And I'm like... I don't really want to wear a bikini for Halloween thing. How did you misspell the word Gilligan? <laughs> I don't know. Smash Mouth was pretty harsh to a San Francisco radio station on Twitter for talking over the intros of songs. Yeah, and whether you like that or not, the reaction online is that it's kind of crummy to be so negative over something so benign. Yeah, especially at a time when so many radio hosts are being laid off. You know, between the rally at Sturgis where everybody got COVID and now this, Smash Mouth is kind of shrekking their reputation. Somebody, 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 somebody. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop 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 coming. Butchard Gardens is going to be having a mandatory mask rule starting um, October 1st. Oh, that's Paul and his sparkling water. Uh, so, yeah, heads up if you are wanting to go see the beautiful fall colors in the Butchard Gardens, yeah, that you will have nice. to have your mask. I'm I finding. Don't forget about the fall colors of Butchard Gardens. I think about Christmas time. Don't forget. About, uh, yeah, the beautiful foliage. Yeah, I have something really embarrassing to admit is uh, I haven't been to Butchard Gardens ever. Oh, how embarrassing. Isn't that embarrassing? This beautiful thing that people visit Victoria for, and I just haven't I haven't put the time aside to go check it out. So every year I tell you about the terrifying, nightmare-inducing pi- uh, Piper piping. Yeah. And you are you just nod and are like, yeah, I know, dude, what's up? Yeah. But you've never been there? You've never no, seen never that? Been there. I've only seen pictures. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, oh, maybe I should go have a visit now's the time to really explore things around the island so yeah it's, maybe this this uh fall i'll put on my mask and go check out butcher gardens the piper piping is so terrifying in <laughs> real life because it steals your soul is the weird thing about that oh so your soul's gone well i get it back but so okay. yeah it is interesting that you gotta do it because 
you know, it's outside, it's outside, right? So I just think it's becoming just more common. And I know that there are parts of Butchart Gardens that are indoors. So they're just probably just saying right. on the property in general, let's sure. just make it all masks so it's not confusing. Yeah. I was looking on Victoria Reddit and there are some really good lists of places that have mandatory mask rules. Yeah. So if you're ever curious, if you want to see, like you want to go shopping or something, mm-hmm. you want to make sure this store, you know, needs a mask. You can go check that out on Reddit. Yeah, uh, it's good. It's a really good thing to keep in mind. And uh, honestly, it's it's that reminder to keep the mask with you. Like, I just mm-hmm. don't leave the house without my mask anymore. I shove it in my pocket with my handkerchief. And, uh, you know, I, okay, the other day I went into a place and I didn't have it on. And I got an excuse you from the receptionist. I was just like pretty stern. Oh, yeah? And I, and I yeah, I was just like, hey, could you put, not like that, but it was just like, Excuse me, can you please put a mask on? And I was like, ah, I'm so sorry. Yes, 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 yes. And I like was I'm putting it on. And I, yeah, I did feel like that's on me. And mm-hmm. it was a small place and everything. And I should have had it on to begin with. But yeah, you got to do it. Strap mm-hmm. it on, buddy. Thanks for joining the PJ party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 913. Or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast. And tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ party.